0: I'm David Perk. I'm a queer painter and muralist from England. And me and Guy know each other because I already painted him once um, with a big mural when I was in LA. So we're together now so that I'm gonna paint him again this time live and have a conversation about his fashion and art and modeling life and everything like that. Cause I think like the idea of it is that like I'm painting you. And the more that I know about you and the more that we have that energy and connection, I, I really feel like it goes into the artwork and it's yeah. going to have more like significance and meaning. So thank you for doing that today. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm excited to learn more about you because I only really know you from your Instagram and your fashion, but I don't know a lot of the background. So... I guess, um, to start with, for anyone who might be coming from my page, would you mind like introducing yourself and saying? No, it's okay.
1: Well, my my name is Guillermo, but some people call me Guille. I am from Zaragoza, Spain. It's a city between Madrid and Barcelona. And I have just finished my my degree on fashion design here in Zaragoza. So now my plan... Is like trying to move on from Zaragoza to on a, another place so I can start working with some designers or starting like my own brand. I don't know it yet, but it's something I, that I will be working on. I don't want to just focus on one thing. I just want to try to work in many different, uh, I don't know how to say, like uh, places um, with... Uh, making some collaborations with different artists. So, yeah, that's definitely what I want to do right now. So, yeah, that's it.
0: Congratulations on graduating. How was that? Was it was it kind of do you have like final exams in fashion? How does it
1: work? Uh, Yes, you have like a week full of projects where you just uh, don't stop because for example, in the last year of the degree, you have to present your own uh, fashion collection and you have also to present the final project that it can also be, uh, like a, a new collection or you can just try to focus on another way. But for me, for example, uh, I just take the whole year to prepare my, my final project. And it was like, It was about making a fashion collection uh, for the queer community because, but I wanted it to be like, uh, uh, affordable for the people Mm. because uh, there are so many designers that are uh, working and making some fashion brands and collections for that community, but they are so expensive, like, you have to pay, like, I don't know, uh, 300 euros for some trousers, or maybe some shirts, like, for me, just, that, uh, it doesn't make sense, so that's why I wanted to make, like, an affordable line for the community.
0: And that's the Memorias de Geminis.
1: Yes, uh, Memorias de Geminis, it's like the name of my my brand, it's not something that I don't know if maybe in the future I make my own brand, it's going to be called like that. But for me, uh, in the moment that I'm living right now, like I'm a Gemini, so I thought that the, the personality of the Gemini people, it's like really interesting because sometimes they are full of energy, sometimes they are just more depressed. They have to... They have like a life full of contrast. So that's mm. something I thought that was really interesting for, for example, for my own brand and for, I don't know, like a good philosophy of work and a
0: state of mind. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of like having the work life balance. Where you have the two sides. Of yourself. Like you, ha- you can be both. Yeah. Yeah. So, and is that, so cause Gemini is a twins, right? So it's like having both twins inside one person. Yeah. Exactly, okay. So basically, you have that split personality. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, so what is your sign? I'm Sagittarius. Okay. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know anything about
1: I I don't really know many people that are Sagittarius, like one of my best friends really is, uh, he's a Sagittarius, but I think that it's, he's more like a Scorpio, a Scorpius. The Scorpio, yeah. because I don't know he he knows how to throw the knife. Always. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I do. I think I know that my auntie she's really into all of that. And yeah. when I was younger, she used to tell me, "David, you're a Sagittarius, which means that you're the most talented, beautiful, amazing thing that ever existed." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I think you might be talking to me as your nephew, not necessarily like Sagittarius right now. <laughs> so I grew up just thinking Sagittarius were the best and that the rest of them were like whatever.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, for example, I really believe in that astrological themes and, but I, for example, uh, Gemini is like a person who has like many personalities. But yeah, I have yeah. also met a lot of people from um, that are another signs. For example, many of my friends for, uh, there are Taurus or Scorpio, and and I think that they have more uh, personalities than me. So sometimes, like when I read the Gemini things that people say about us, I really believe that they are right. Like I don't know for the good and for the bad things. I'm, uh, I'm really a Gemini, so yeah. I have to set myself
0: like that, yes. Yeah. So how, let's talk about the, so I guess your final collection that you did, because all the stuff yeah. that I've seen online that I just posted in my stories of you, that that and then some of the outfits you've worn like this mm-hmm. right now, that's what I've seen. So what was the What was was the inspiration behind that Gemini as well, or what was the starting point? No,
1: there? for example, for... Um, the collection that I have posted on Memorias de Géminis that, on that account. Yeah. It was inspired about the uh, Voodoo religion, about black magic, like how life uh, starts, like it, it started in, in Africa, like millions of years ago. So it's like how the, like, civilization and how religion started and like a mix of religion, a mix of a magic, a mix of a future, futurism. Yeah. Like, I really wanted to focus on a whole concept, like a lot of concepts so I can have more stuff to work with.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, and it looks to me really like like I don't know it, so I'm very well dressed right now but I actually don't know a lot about fashion. <laughs> and to me it looks very like kind of it's very artistic and unusual like it's not the kind of thing I couldn't see someone necessarily walking down the street it feels more like a piece of art or something.
1: Yeah, completely yeah. Because for example, for me, when I'm working on some projects, because I want to make like now I'm working on my own portfolio, so I have to make a new stuff. I have to, and I think that it's really important to do both parts. Like you have to make clothes that uh, must to be really extravagant. Like I don't know, more artistic, and you you have also you also have to like create some. Uh, I don't know how to say, like uh, pieces that you can see on the street because uh, many brands is what they are looking for. They need to sell pieces. They need to to sell stuff because that's what everybody needs. We need the money to live. So Mm. that's like the point of the, for example, the first collection that we were talking about, it was about like Voodoo, as I'm telling you, and it was more focused on to do like a cut work and working on my own portfolio. And this last uh, collection, the one for the Cure community, I just wanted it to be affordable and very commercial because I thought that I have to, to try to work on both parts, like very artistic ones and more realistics. Mm. So yeah, definitely... I'm still working on it, but I have to to process uh, my portfolio.
0: Because hmm. do you think, the most designers kind of do, they do the more artistic stuff and then make a version of it that's ready to wear? Or do you kind of go one way or the other? I mean, I know like a lot of designers
1: that they just focus on making clothes for selling it and that's it. But yeah. There are so many uh, other designers that they usually say use like a concept. They take the concept, they study it, or they study it, and then they try to make like a more artistic collection. And later they will make another collection, more uh, more minimalist. Like they will take some stuff from the artistic collection and they will put it in the In the new collection that they that they are trying to sell yeah
0: yeah yeah it's interesting i try because i mostly do painting i kind of relate other art forms to painting so when i think of like a runway collection it feels to me like that's your art gallery show and everybody comes and they look they look at the collection and each each piece is like a piece of art but then they're not necessarily going to buy that they're going to buy like the print or they're gonna buy like they're gonna commission you to do something so then that's when they get something they can actually wear
1: yeah for example if you're like uh, i mean people usually prefer to watch like more artistic stuff but yeah. they just want to see it they don't want to buy it because yeah. they know that they will never wear that in any any place or any event so they That's why I think that it's important to do uh, both parts because there are people that, for example, uh, uh, nowadays, like for the music videos and red carpets, people usually like to wear more extravagant looks and they're looking for really uh, creative and artistic uh, pieces. Mm. But also they need to to see if you can also design like more
0: commercial clothes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and what? so I know you said you're kind of working it out right now and doing different things and stuff like that, but do you have a preference? Do you have an idea of what you might want to do?
1: I don't really have any idea because now I'm like looking to like, trying to find, like, a designer that I, I can start working with. Because, for example, for me, I think that I'm too young and I don't have, like, uh, all the knowledge that I would like to have to start a business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that you have to 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 know a lot of um, about a lot of uh, stuff. And I just think that I'm not prepared for that. Like, I need to like, I don't know, to work for another people, like get uh, some knowledge and then maybe in the future start my own business, but not for now. So my idea is to move on to Madrid in September or October and maybe start working with different designers. So whatever I can find, I will try to, to do it because that's for example, to work as a designer, it's really difficult because designers, they don't, they are like really, I don't know how to say it, like, what is mine, it's mine. And they yeah. don't like to see. And with the money, it, wor- it works like that. Like, uh, they prefer to have people working for free for them because all the money that they, they will get is for them. And if there's someone that it's really good, maybe they'll try to, like I don't know, like uh, to accept him to work for them. Yeah. But they don't usually do. They are like, they prefer to have all the money for them to keep creating on his own brand. And if they are really good in his work, they know that many people want to do some practices with them. So they won't they won't have any problem with find new ideas, new people. So that's a way that they have to have a, a lot of people working for
0: them and they they are not losing any money. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's issues in fashion, right, with kind of bigger brands ripping off young designers as well, right? Like stealing their design if they're not yeah. working for them.
1: Yeah, for example, uh, I don't know, like I know a few designers from Madrid, like another brand uh, have stole some of the designers or some of the design, sorry, for, for his own brand. And when you see the work that the brand has made and uh, the young designer, you try to compare them and they look so similar. Like everybody knows that they have stolen it from them. But yeah. you can you can accuse someone But like, what is the point? Because, okay, maybe someone uh, will recognize that they took inspiration from you, but everybody has taken inspiration from someone. Like, they can say, like, okay, maybe we have the same references uh, from this piece. And you can't, uh, like, you can't argue. No. Like, both can be right in this, uh, at this point. Like, it's really difficult.
0: Yeah, yeah, cause I think generally I fall down on the side of what most people think, which is like, oh, that's really bad to like yeah. take, take designs from younger designs. And I think that is true. But, but the idea of that, of like, we're taking inspiration from different places, like a lot of people, when you really question them, they, they do believe that is the case, that there is nothing new. We're all just like redesigning the same things. And like, like you go on Instagram and like every makeup artist on Instagram is like inspired by another makeup artist, but they're literally just doing the exact same face.
1: Yeah, for example, like, uh, like uh, Euphoria was like, uh, I don't know how to say like, it, it was like a boom because everybody wanted to recreate that makeup and that looks that appeared on Euphoria. Yeah. And I thought that it was really interesting because I think that it created like a new concept of makeup. Like people usually try to make, I don't know, maybe colorful makeup. But I thought, I think that Euphoria took it to the next level. Like it's okay. And if you think about that, like you won't see any teenager wearing that type of clothes to a school. Yeah. But I think that uh, too many young people are taking Euphoria as a reference for, uh, I don't know, like for everyday
0: uh, clothes or street style. Yeah. Yeah. I actually actually haven't seen it, but my paintings are going to be on it. Really? Yeah. They like messaged me last year, they're going to have my paintings in one of the bedrooms, one of the characters. Wow. Yeah, I haven't watched it though. (laughs) You you, uh, you should definitely was Euphoria. Yes, I see someone in the court, Jake Howie says, Euphoria fue increíble. Euphoria fue increíble. Yeah.
1: Euphoria, euphoria fue lo más. (laughs) I, I mean, your painting is going to to be on Euphoria. It's like, it's really
0: cool. Ah, fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking. What, but to go back to what you were saying about, so a lot of say a lot of people are inspired by Euphoria, and then that changes what people are doing. And I feel like it's different when like Euphoria is up there, right? It's like a big TV show. They have a lot of money, so it's kind. It seems normal that people would copy them from the bottom. But in fashion, you get the big designers and they're copying yeah. people like you, or like people who are just starting out. And like I've had other friends who just graduated and already like have their designs stolen. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Because that's what I was talking about uh, before. Like, there are so many brands that uh, have uh, many people working for them for free that maybe they're taking the ideas like, okay, that's uh, you designed that, I, I like it, so I'm going to use it for my brand and for it. And there are so many young uh, designers that are saying yes, because I mean, if a designer that you're working with says that he really loves, uh, likes uh, any of your work, and they want to put it in his new uh, collection, I think that is such a pleasure for a young designer, like, okay, maybe I'm doing something right, that people really want to take it and use it. But when you really think about it, it's like, I have just uh, give them my idea, my work, and all the time that I took to maybe uh, to create this piece. Now they, I mean, there are mm, really good things and really bad things on that. You can just show that it was your piece, and maybe the designer will recognize it, or maybe they will just see that say that it was as I told you, like we took the same uh, reference for this piece. So I don't know. It's yeah. like start a, a fight that
0: it's really hard to like to win. And is but that the, why? Uh, is that also kind of why you want to go work with other designers because you're you're like, "Well, no, because i
1: I really think that I'm not prepared for starting my own brand. I mean I will I will keep working on my on myself and on my brand and on my stuff because I don't just want to focus on working with someone. I just want to uh, work with someone to get more skills to learn more yeah. things." and then all this stuff I will put on my new creations.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's smart. Like, and like you said, in terms of learning about business. Yeah. like There's so much to learn that it makes sense to go and do, like, we don't call it like an apprenticeship or something. Yeah. From people that have already done it. That's something that I should have done. You're very smart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh, what happened with your paintings like they stole them or what happened like a few uh, weeks ago
0: oh yeah yeah some were taken from the street um it's fine so some were taken and then some were um saved so they like saw that someone else took them so they took them in order to save them and now they're bringing them back so i think i'm getting some of them back It it was all a mess it was like yeah, it's stupid thing. But like with stuff on like, mur- like murals and all that, that happens all the time. It's just hard. harder bit. I think the timing for me, I was just really annoyed. Also. Yeah, I mean, if that would happen to me, I
1: would be so angry. Like shit! I, <laughs> I think like, I'm <laughs> quitting. Like I will never do this again. But I would feel like
0: that for a minute, but then you get over it. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to ask you about, um, cause you have like a really active Instagram and we're on your one right now and you post like your designs, but it's also a lot, it's you like modeling essentially. Yeah. yeah so I mean, how did, how do those two relate together, the designing and the modeling Instagram? Like how did it all come about? Yeah. I mean,
1: first start, like I'm not a professional model. I'm just like. I know how to use a camera. I have like many friends of mine that are photographers, so they usually um like maybe if they need hey, I need some model for this campaign. do you want it and it's like, okay for me, it's like I do this for fun mm-hmm. yeah. i'm but I'm not really prepared like if maybe they tell me that okay uh, now you we need you for this campaign it's like. There are so many good models in the in the market. Like they are really good people. Like they are really prepared. They know how to post. And if you see my Instagram, it's always the same poses, the same <laughs> profile. Like I know this is my good profile. So all, most of the pictures will be taken from this side. It's always the same. <laughs> and if someone is taking a picture of me on the other side, it's like I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but definitely I know how to use like a camera because my sister is uh, is a photographer and I took some classes like a few years ago at the school. So yeah, and then I started to to like practicing with the uh, different lights, uh, different positions, like, I don't know, like train new stuff. And for example, on my Instagram, my personal Instagram, it's... At first, it was just like a basic Instagram, like, okay, I took pictures with my friends, I post them, I I just, I don't know, like typical and basic people pictures, like this is my life, this is what I do. Like, I didn't thought about using Instagram like a platform, it was just like, okay, everybody has Instagram, like, I want to use it again. Yeah. Because this account is like my third one. I don't know. Because (laughs) years ago I had one and I just deleted it because I didn't like Instagram. So yeah, I decided to delete it and start a new one. But I usually use the, the last one just to, I don't know, like, I don't know how to say like. To see what my ex-boyfriend was doing, like I don't know. So I decided that it was really toxic, so I decided to delete it again. And then I started this one. That as uh, as I have told you, like I use it la I used to use it like uh, I don't know, like, okay, I'm taking some pictures with my friends, I'm gonna post them, and that's it. But it started to grow more and more and more and I thought about, like, started posting more professional pictures. Like, okay, I mean, I'm studying fashion design. I, I know how to use a camera. I know some poses. I have some, I don't know, some pieces that me or any of my friends have done. So, so why don't use it? Like, if I know how to use all this stuff, and I like to take some pictures, like, I really like it. So why not using it? And I started to take more professional pictures, like with lighting, with camera, like taking it more serious, not just like, uh, okay, it's just an Instagram. And like, I don't know, maybe a year, a year ago, it was when I really started to trying to put all my, my creations also in, in the account because I don't know, it was like, okay, I have like a more or less a big, a big a platform. And there are many people that are watching it. So I think that I, it wouldn't be really intelligent to not to show it, the, the work that I'm doing. So yeah, I definitely started to like in some of the pieces to taking like a little photoshoots, making some editorials, I don't know. And yeah, and for me, for example, as like a, a small model, for example, just to say it, to be part of the fashion industry, I think that it really helps because I can see like some inspirational pictures and poses from other models, And more or less, I will know how to recreate them and maybe what kind of clothes I want to use for the picture. So I think that it really helped me. And like this last year, for example, I've been really into the queer queer community. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I've been more open-minded with that because at first I was like, I liked it. I like, uh, like... For example, being a a male, I mean, and dressing more feminine clothes, I really like it. But at first, it was like, uh, I think that the guys won't won't like it. So yeah. So at first, it was like, who cares if they like? I mean, I'm still alone. Well, so so. I am mean, still alone. So. Why can I can I lose? So I started to being like more open with it, like being more myself, like, okay, if I want to wear like a crop top and a high waist uh, trousers, I will wear them. Yeah, and that's great. I started to be like more feminine, more, yeah, like I think that accepting more myself. Like, I mean, yeah. I definitely have to do.
0: So, so did so. You didn't. You didn't. Did you start designing clothes for yourself, or not?
1: I used to take my myself as a reference, like because when I'm making some pieces, like if I can try on uh, the clothes, I know if it's um, like. If it's having the standards and the, I don't know, like if it if it fits me, I can see if it's the way I want it to it to be. Yeah. Like if I want it to be really oversized, if I take myself as a model, I know how to play it to fix the way I want it to be. Yeah. yeah. Definitely.
0: No, it's because like because I only followed you from this year. So yeah. I kind of and you know I've been back on your Instagram but I mostly know what you present now. So I think of you as this kind of more like flamboyant like gender fluid designer. So I kind of imagined you as like a 10-year-old like sewing yourself skirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's been that's been like a new thing then. It's 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 new for you to embrace that. I mean
1: When I was a kid, I was always wearing, like, my mom's uh, dresses, uh, using her makeup, her heels. Yeah. Like, I was always, like, a very feminine uh, boy. Like, I really loved it. But there's a point, there's a moment when I just realized that, I mean, okay, I'm gay, and there are not really too many people at that moment, like, really like it. Like, they just want you to be like, okay, if you're gay, you have to be very masculine. You just can't be feminine. Okay? It's like, and for example, there are like many people saying like, I'm gay because I like uh, men. I don't like men that act like a woman. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, I'm so gay. Like, everybody knows that. And as soon as I was growing up like, I don't know. I started to accept myself like, okay, it's okay to be feminine. So I started to uh, like, I mean, I don't know how to say like, um, to try new things. uh, Really, I started to buy more uh, feminine clothes because every time that I was a, Buying some stuff online on different stores. All the basket was full of uh, women clothes because that was that was the clothes that that were the clothes that I really liked. Yeah, I really wanted that clothes because. But then I have the problem that it will fit me. Will it fit me? Like, I don't know. Maybe it will. It will look terrible on me. So yeah. I didn't took the. The step to really buy it to try it, and then it's when I started to buy um secondhand stores like maybe some female t- uh, seats, maybe some dresses that I would put so I started to experiment more with that like buying like buying some feminine clothes but really cheap ones so if they if they didn't fit me it was okay because I maybe I just lose like one euro. It was yeah. okay. Like, so yeah, that's definitely how it started. And now, I maybe like because mm, many times like uh, there are people that are asking me that, but would, uh, would you wear a skirt or a dress on the street? And for example, I think that I would definitely do it. But I don't think if it's something that I will do it right now, yeah, I know I know that I'm going to do it. I'm so sure because I think that you have to try a lot of things at least once. So yeah, I will definitely do it. But it's like I'm still growing. I'm still, and I don't know. It's like maybe now I love uh, this kind of clothes, but maybe in three years, in three years I will hate it. Like. I don't know why I was uh, wearing that kind of clothes, like I don't know, yeah. I mean, I think that maybe those are one of the Gemini's problems <laughs> I, I mean I'm, my mind is always changing, like maybe i I'm loving one thing uh, now, and maybe in a few minutes I'm hating it, like there's no um, there's no middle, yeah
0: <laughs> don't stop. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's fun- It's funny that you introed into it through like thrift stores and second hand because I did the same thing. Yeah, was- I-, I didn't like think to myself, oh, I necessarily want to dress more feminine, but it's just you go to the store and that's the interesting clothes. Like men's yeah. clothes are so boring.
1: I know. Like, I mean, it, it's like
0: really basic, a straight dude, like, hey, what's up? It's like... Yeah, and everything's like brown and earth tones. Like there's never
1: no yeah, any color. Yeah, I I mean I hate it. And every time that I am walking to a store, the first thing, the first thing that I do is always walk into the women's section. Yeah. Um, the thing that I always do is when it's a sales time, like a, every clothes is cheaper. I always go to the to the women's section because the bigger sizes. Are always uh, they always uh, they always have the bigger size on sales, so that's the that's usually the the, the size that I can wear yeah. because I'm male. The I mean it's really difficult also to find um, clothes that can fit me in yeah. like a physical uh, store. So Shoes. I always go to the to the bigger ones. Shoes are the hardest. Yeah, I That's mean, hard. So For example, I I don't have like a really big foot. Like in in Spain, it's like uh 43. In the UK, I think it's like an 8 or a 8.5. Yeah. Like, and every time that I'm looking for maybe some boots with a little bit of heel. It's impossible for me to find ones that can fit me.
0: Like you can, you can find them or you can?
1: It's hard. It's sometimes I really have to look for them like a really long time. Like maybe taking mm, a few weeks to find ones that I really like and yeah. they have my size. But yeah, at the end, it, it always, you can always have it and find
0: it. If, yeah, definitely. Have you um have you spent much time outside of Spain and like other parts of Europe or America? Yes, I was. I mean, when I was like a child,
1: uh, my family used to travel a lot. Like maybe we used to do like three big travels, big trip uh, per year. Yeah. We've been to Mexico, we've been to France, Germany, uh, Greece, we've been to Sweden, because my my grandmother is from Sweden. We've been to uh, Tunis, Marrakech, we've been to, I don't know, uh, Hungary.
0: So do you think you? So do you? Because the reason I ask is because I'm interested in like queer, queer culture and how people view things like a man wearing more feminine clothes in Spain. Sorry, <laughs> it's like you're on a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, and like how that compares to other places, like, do you have a sense of, is Spain, do you think more conservative or like, what is it? What's it like? Then?
1: I mean, for example, I wore, I wear in in London, like I think three years ago, uh, doing some practices with with a designer from, from London. And that experience really changed my mind because in Spain, yes, like, There are a lot of boys that are starting to wear more feminine styles. Mm, Also, it's because of the beauty community on YouTube. There are more and more, and every time there is more people that it's like starting to do makeup, starting to be more female. And yes, but Spain is usually like really open, uh, close minded with that. Because you can, for example, in even in in the in the gay community, in the you there's also like a lot of discrimination. Because I don't know, like uh, as I told you, like they say that I'm gay because I love men, and every time they they see, for example, a drag queen. Now in Spain, everybody loves a drag queen. Everybody loves to see any performance, everybody loves to to watch it. But when it's the time of you you ask them would you date a person that is that is a drag queen on the night, they always say no. It's mm-hmm. like I don't think I mean you don't have to date them or uh, like for sure you but they are, they are like I'm so open-minded because I like all this stuff. I don't care if someone is really feminine. It's okay. But at the time that they trying to find someone, they are always looking for a really masculine uh, person. Yeah. For me, I think that it just it doesn't make sense because, I don't know, maybe because I don't care if someone is really feminine or it's really masculine. It's it's like something that I, I'm... For me, it's not important when I'm trying to meet someone. But, for example, in Spain, when you walk to a, to a street, there's always someone saying something. If you are too feminine, they're always seeing you maricón, like fagot. Like... Just on the street, like as you're walking yes. strangely. You always hear it. Anywhere you go, there's uh, always some close-minded people that I mean they are trying like to justify them like I mean they are old like they are from another generation they don't understand the the new generations that are coming but I always say like okay but I think that respect always existed like
0: my yeah, parents you don't need to shout at someone on the street <laughs>
1: people it's like I'm not walking to the street and I'm saying to um, like a really basic dude, like, oh my God, you're so basic. <laughs> maybe I'm thinking it, but I'm not saying it. So I don't, I don't understand why they maybe look at me and say, oh, you're so faggot, like, um, maricón, como se dice en España.
0: Like, for me, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think because it's, it, that's the next level, isn't it? Because it's like, people shouldn't think it either. Yeah. To go that extra step to actually feel entitled or feel like to have that desire to like say that to you and like make someone feel that way. That's, I'm I'm surprised that still happens to be honest because. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Would you you say in Madrid as well? Because I know that Madrid just had World Pride like a few years ago and people say that's weird. Madrid is like really open-minded with that. Like,
1: even straight people uh, love joining the the price, like when you go to the parties there's there there are always straight people in the in the parties yeah but you can find like really stupid people anywhere, and yeah. in Madrid, you can walk to the street and there are so many people that are really close minded you can find for example in Madrid. Now in Spain, there's like a political uh, part that it's called Vox. That it's like really... They hate gay people. They hate uh, transgender people. They hate uh, women. They hate everything. It's like Trump, but in Spain. So there are... uh, When these... um, I don't know how to say. Like this political thing started, a lot of people from Spain uh, like join uh, join them. So yeah, you can definitely find stupid people in Madrid, in Barcelona, whatever, whenever, uh, whatever you want. Uh, where, whenever, no, wherever you go, you can find them. Like yeah I mean nowadays there are lots of people that maybe they they see that someone is yelling at you and saying that you are fucking favored. A lot of people will try to help you, like even protect you if someone is being so rude, but you can still
0: find really bad people, yeah yeah it's crazy how it seems that kind of. Resurgence, the Trump-esque, like more extreme conservative, is seems to be happening everywhere. Like in Germany, there's like a big thing of the like rise of neo Nazis. We have it in England with the kind of Brexit crowd, and um, Trump in America. It's it really seems to be a somewhat global phenomenon. It's yeah. I mean, it's hard
1: because I don't know. It's I don't understand why people just can't uh, let people live their own lives. Like, I mean, I don't care if, uh, when I'm working through a street, if someone is yelling at me, like, you're so fake. It's something that I don't really care because I mean, I really know I'm so fake. Like, <laughs> I don't care if what you're saying. I mean, I've been living like that 24 years. I mean, I know it. Yeah. But- it's just the, th- the thing that someone is thinking that they have the right to go to your face and saying it is like, I don't know. I don't know what's on their mind just to do it. Like, I don't know how it works. Like, okay, I'm see like a really feminine boy. I'm going to work uh, by his side. And I'm going to tell him that he's so faggot. Like, I don't understand
0: yeah there's definitely a lot going i always think whenever someone has that kind of reaction about anything it's more about themselves and it's about the other person yeah. and like so there's a lot going on and people instead of working on what's happening in themselves they just project it outward yeah. um but yeah but that's why i think it's so it's such a powerful thing for, for like you to wear the clothes that you want to wear and to be who you are i think just doing that is such a powerful action. And being yeah. out on the street and not and not letting that bring you down or stop you is that I think over time, and we do see that things are getting getting a lot better, and that's like like that's why I was surprised that people would still shout stuff so because I feel like where i live have been living in America, that same thing definitely exists, but there's almost an awareness now that it's not something that you would like you might think it, but you wouldn't say it, yeah. But, I don't know, it's hard to judge because I feel like I end up in these like, very queer spaces so I'm like, everybody's fine, and then I forget. That yeah. I <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It's like... It can, it can really change your day if someone is uh, walking through you and saying some stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, what's the point of you saying it? Like, okay, that makes you feel more masculine. Like, it's okay. Like, I don't know. Like, but that's yeah. why they, i because there are also like really old people that it's just, they don't care about anything. If they see someone that's really feminine, they just don't care. Like maybe they're saying some comments, like in my times that wouldn't happen. Like, but they, they're not working through you and seeing anything. It's not like the new genera- uh, gene- generation. Generations like uh, there are some people that it's really full of hate. Like I don't, I don't understand the
0: point. Like why? Yeah, I think there's a lot going on. Like you said, when you're full of hate and anger, like yeah. there's a lot going on inside yourself that you need to work out. And yeah, I'm like I just say that everyone needs to to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I don't care any well. We should all just have mass group therapy sessions. Yeah, I do th- I think so. I mean, I think we're we're coming towards the end of the time that we have, so I wanted to ask if there's anything else you wanted to talk about. Um, like, yeah, just throw that open to you.
1: I mean, I think that we have already talked about a lot of things, like. I mean, we've been, we have talked about fashion, how it's fashion in Spain, how it's being like, pure community in Spain, like, I don't know, like for example, now I'll, the new generations, they're really working on being more acceptance. Like they're yeah. trying to to make an impact. And for example, for me, the Cure community, it's just, maybe I'm okay with some of the, the opinions that they have. Maybe I'm not uh, really into another ones. But I think that the philosophy that they have, it's really good. Like, who cares? Okay, why? I'm, for example, in my opinion, it's important. For a kid to know what it's a male and what it's to be like a man and what it's to be like a woman, they need to know what it is to know what they really feel. Like, in my opinion, a kid needs to understand what it's uh, to feel a man and what it's to feel like a woman. But yeah. they, I think that it's more important to uh, teach uh, the new generations that. It's okay if you are like an, uh, a man, and uh, you prefer to do things like the woman things. Yeah, I think that it's important to understand that maybe there are uh, both, like, or you can even be both, like. But I think that they need to understand uh, both concepts so they can will uh, build their, uh, their selves and start working on their uh, in how in how
0: they are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and it's like kids don't have that. Yeah, naturally, it's not like we're born with it. Like men have to do this and women have yeah. to do this. Like it's something that we are taught. Yeah. That's and And I feel like that is the way that things are going, like everything. I love the TikTok generation. They're my favorite.
1: favorite. It's like, maybe like a few years ago, what's in a boy dancing? It was like, oh, it's not okay. Like people will think like, he's so gay. Like, what is he doing? Like, uh, what is he acting like that? But now what's in a boy dancing? I mean, New generations are really open-minded. They yeah. can see the stuff, they, they are even respecting, a, a lot of them. But for example, I mean, I hate when people is racist, or it's uh, really homophobic. Like, but when I see maybe some black people uh, fighting uh, transgender people, even if they are white or or, or black, it's like, what are you hating someone when we are trying to, I don't know, like, okay, uh, Black Lives Matter. I think, yes, yeah. I really think that Black Lives Matter. But when I see that uh, many of them are hating transgender uh, black people, it's like, why are you doing that? I mean, you are fighting because you want some respect, but you're the first that uh, are not respecting anyone. Like you're hating on transgender people because they are transgender. What's the point? Like, I think that yeah. if you're fighting for respect, you have to fight for a full concept of respect.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that definitely exists in like the like Black Trans Lives Matter is like a big call to action within the movement to remember that it is this like, they're all in it together. and. I think within the queer movement, it's like, we're constantly all saying like, remember trans people, remember like black people, indigenous people, PSC people, because it's, you can't, like, we have to fight for everyone together. Yeah. It's, it's unity. It's not about just, because otherwise you're just replicating the same as what's been done to you. You're just putting people on each other. So yeah, yeah. I, do think, I do think that exists, I, at least within the circles I'm in, within the Black Lives Matter movement, there's a big call to be like black trans lives matter. And, uh,
1: Yeah. I Um, I mean, when IRL started, like the Black Lives Matter movement, I was thinking, like, it really took, like, sometimes uh, really bad things need to happen for us to, like, focus on what we need to change. For example, coronavirus, like, we were uh, we were not even thinking about, like, a pandemic. But then this happened. Like, I think that all this stuff has uh, taught us how to work because maybe we thought that we were okay with everything, but then we have realized that even a surprise thing can kill us. Like, okay, mm, try to focus more. Like, I don't know. Like... I think that hum, uh, the human being is not prepared for anything. Like I think that we are so stupid. Like I don't understand how how can be able to survive like so many years. Like I sometimes I I just don't understand. Like
0: I think that it's like a miracle. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think that's a really good place to finish on. Humans are stupid. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> and you're stupid, and I'm stupid, <laughs> and we're <all> stupid. <laughs> I no, mean, yeah, well, actually, it's, it's quite funny because it, it makes me think of what you said at the beginning about you and your fashion. You're like, I'm not prepared. I need to go and yeah. learn. And it's like, okay. I think all of humanity needs to go. Yeah. And learn.
1: <laughs> I think that maybe in the future I'm famous. Like, I think that the. F- the name of my fandom
0: will be stupid. Like <laughs> <laughs> hi stupid. I would love that. Please. I think now. <laughs> well, well, I thanks. Thank you so much for doing this today. I'm gonna so this is you can kind of see it in the mirror. It's yeah. not finished. I'm gonna keep working on it. But this is what we had so far. Wow. So good. I love I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to keep going, but I'll post a photo of it when it's finished. But okay. thank okay. you so much for doing this. It's been so nice to like get to know you more.
1: Yeah, I yeah. Think, no, thanks to you. Like, I really like you. Yeah, great. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, uh, I think it's your life, so I'm going to have to be the one to leave. It's your house. <laughs> so... <laughs> bye, stupid. Bye, bye stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Bueno chavales, pues ya estaría. Hala. Espero que os haya gustado y que, el que se haya tragado pues se lo ha tragado. Y el que no pues oye, que viva. Hala.